going, everybody? And welcome to the Peso Profundo Podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I am Jonathan. And I am Sam. Yes, Sam, I did it. I did it again. <laughs> that that's was two, so good. That's two times in a row. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. Hold on, let me just take a little sippy sippy of my Bev. Sam, what is your, what is your Bev of the day for, the, for our glorious audience? Hopefully they got theirs ready as well. Yes, grab your Bevs if you don't have one already. On my left, I have a water. Mm, stay and hydrated. And on my right, yes, stay hydrated. I have my green tea, which is hot because it is cold today. Oh, I am drinking an AW root beer because I love root beer. It's my favorite thing and it's delicious. AW mm. specifically is a top of the line brand. Get that Barks out of here. Get it out of my face. I don't want yeah. it. Yeah. All of you Barks lovers, blah, patoo, out of here. Go away. I spit in your drink. I, I spit in your box. <laughs> uh, and then I also have an Arizona green tea cold because I prefer cold beverages over hot beverages. Makes sense. Except for I do like tea. I really like like hot tea. My mm. brand specifically is Red Rose Black Tea. Oh, that's a good one. Is that mm-hmm. the one that come with the little ceramic creatures yeah, inside? Yeah, the, the little ah! figures. Oh, they're so fun. It's like I a prize. Those. I know. Yeah, it's like when you buy cereal and like it comes with a toy. Like every time I open a Red Rose box, I'm like, what is it this time? Mm-hmm. So it. fun. It's so fun. Like I get it hot, cream, lots of sugar. I like it sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it. it's, it's black tea because it's also very dry. So it's like, like dry. Ugh. Yeah. It's good with yeah. milk and sugar. Yeah, that's how I prefer it. That's how my that's how my big mom used to drink it, and that's why I got like so super hooked on it. So because she always had it at her house, and I used to. So my parents drink it too. Oh, it's so great! But uh, today, Sam, what is our topic? Today, our topic is about a Disney movie that is the best one that Disney has. I will die on this hill. It's Sam's favorite. I don't know if I agree, but I still love it. Yeah, it's it's all right. But yeah, we've been waiting to do a Disney episode for a while now. Yes. Uh, Yeah, for a long time coming. And we finally wanted to do one because I was like, Sam, we should do we should do Disney. And she was like, Oh, my God. Yeah. And then it just so happened. I'm like, Sam, you get the first one. So Sam, what did you what did you pick? Today I picked the movie Tarzan. I almost sang the circle of life reflexively. I was like, wait, no, that is the wrong movie. Different part of Africa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm really excited. We're going to deep dive into this movie and the fantastic soundtrack that goes with it. We weren't sure if we wanted to do like an overview of several Disney movies in one episode. Good point. We decided to just stick with one movie so we can really deep dive. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to be able to give each Disney movie its own time in the sunshine so we can really talk and tell everything that we like about it. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we were going to, because like when we were doing the musicals episode, we we're like, oh, do you want to do individual musicals, which we will eventually. But like for our first one, we're like, uh, so like, no, we're going to, it's going to be a multi-part series basically for, for the Disney movies. So we are just happening, yeah. happening to start with the King of the Jungle, Tarzan himself. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. We do have to say though, Sam, this isn't our first time recording this episode, is it? Mm-mm. No. We yesterday, so today is two days after we record. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna pierce the veil 
too much. You know what I mean? We can't let you in completely behind the scenes. But it's two days after we generally record on our day. And we started it. We were like an hour and 10 minutes into it. And then all of a sudden, because Sam was hosting, Podcastle just like shit the bed. And it like corrupted Sam's audio. So we're like, do we save it? Do we wait? We put in a ticket and we're like, no, let's just do it again. So now, yeah, now we're, we are fully fledged creators though. We we are are going through trials and tribulations, trial by fire. Yes. And we are very well versed in Tarzan because we've already gone through all this information. Yeah. We got, (laughs) I think we got, we got like halfway. I don't know if we started doing like our song analysis no we did we we started yeah i think we got to the track list part yeah we like just got there and then it was like "Mm, you're done you're done and it like closed out my entire google chrome so i have no idea what happened but podcastle was just just having a day the other day i know they were just you know sometimes sometimes you just need a day and podcastle they it it told us that they're like Mm -hmm. no not not right now exactly Mm. But we did, we also, last episode, we had a little bit of quality issues as well, which you may have noticed. Hopefully it did not diminish your experience with Mm. the last episode, which was, what was that, hypotheticals? Yes. Yes. No, it was the weird and fun music facts. Oh, right, because that's the category and this is the album we're following our format. So yeah, weird, Mm -hmm. fun, exciting, crazy music facts. Still a great episode. I hope you love it. But if you notice that Sam's audio specifically is a little funny, then you're right. Yeah, it's because I made an oopsie and my microphone wasn't actually hooked up to, well, it was hooked up to my computer, but my computer didn't recognize my microphone so instead it was like let's use your iphone microphone even though your iphone's on the bed yeah exactly feet away (laughs) and then then when we went back to discord like because we like meet up afterwards to be like oh yeah like we did this this was cool like it it bumped your audio to like your airpods which were like across the room so you're like oh my god yeah and i'm like sitting here like what (laughs) what did you say speak up please (laughs) Uh, so hopefully the audio is better today. Yes. If it's it, not, please let me know how I can fix it. You are sounding mighty crisp. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Sam. Um, but so <laughs> regarding the movie, we are we're talking about the Disney version of Tarzan, not the yes. musical, none of like the other productions, specifically the Disney version. So if you are here for the 1918 version of King of the Jungle. I'm so the jungle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that is that is what we're doing right now. Um, it's it's Sam's favorite. It's not yes. my it's not my favorite. Uh, my I would say my favorite Disney movie personally. I would have to say Hercules. Like hands down, Aladdin. Aladdin puts up a very <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin. It puts up a very good fight. I love mm-hmm. Aladdin. I want to say Aladdin's my number two, but like, got to give it to Herc. Oh, those yeah. are my people. Oh, Hercules is such a good one. Another one of my favorites. Not not my favorite favorite, because obviously that goes to Tarzan, but. Top five? Top five, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, top five. It's just, it, and it, that's another movie that breaks the mold from the traditional Disney, like, show tune format, you know? Because they, like, broke into another direction with gospel. Oh, yeah. The muses just are fantastic. It makes the whole film. 
I watched a video yesterday about, this is just like a little extra thing just because I love Hercules and I love talking about it. And I'll be sure to mention it again when the episode's time comes, but there is a creator on YouTube that I would be remiss not to mention. And his name is, I'm scrolling through my stuff and I'm trying to find... Bless my soul, Herc was, was on a roll. roll. Oh, there we go. Talking F-R-O. Okay, uh, it is by Jaron M. Legrere, and he is a vocal coach, and he does like a lot of different, um, he does like a lot of different stuff, but he has a Disney series one where he talks about Prince of Egypt, Princess and the Frog, Hercules, like a lot of those, and he has a super nice like personality, super upbeat, very knowledgeable. What are we talking about? And an excellent singer. So mm. definitely go on YouTube, check him out again. Uh, Jaron M. Legrere Studio on YouTube. Cool. But we are here for a distant, different Disney movie, and we are talking about Tarzan. But we cannot talk about Tarzan without talking about the man who absolutely crushed it behind the scenes, and that mm-hmm. is. Phil Collins. Sam, start us off on the background and the uprising of this musical phenomenon. Yes. So Mr. Philip Collins, also known Philip. as Phil Collins. Is his name Philip? It's not just Phil? I think it is Philip. I'm pretty oh. sure. Let me double check. Well, okay. Philip Collins. Philip. Yes, Philip, Philip David Charles Collins. Oh, also, can you see how old he is? Because I think that yes. was that was something that we were thinking about in our first recording also that we glazed over. So we are here to right our wrongs, correct our mistakes, and bring you the best content possible. Yes, he was born on 30th January 1951 in Wandsworth, London, England. So he is 72. 72? You said, you mm-hmm. said, uh, you said 71? No. Uh, 51? 51, yes. 51. Wow. I might have said oh. 71 by accident. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, my brain's broken. I also, I also like how you did the day, month, year instead of month, day, year, which is like overseas. <laughs> that's how they do it. So I'm like, Ooh, thank you. That's how it is on touch. his Wikipedia page. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense then. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. But you may continue. Thank you. So Phil Collins is an English singer, drummer, songwriter, record producer, and actor, which I didn't know until recently. Mm-hmm. He was the drummer and later lead singer of the rock band Genesis and also has a solo career. He is responsible for more U.S. Top 40 singles than any other artist during the 1980s. And some of his solo hits include, I can feel, feel it, it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> also, other singles include One More Night and Another Day in Paradise. Something fun, he began playing drums at five years old and then went to drama school, which landed him various roles as a child actor. And his first major role was as the Artful Dodger in the West End production of Oliver. What is Oliver about again? Is that like the little street urchins? Or I I went to a production of it in high school, but like, fuck me, I can't remember it. Yeah, I can't remember what Oliver is about. I confuse, for some reason, I confuse Oliver with... Um, the one about the boy who's the dancer. The dancer. I don't remember his name. Is the, is Oliver the one where they go, please, sir, may I have some more? And then the guy goes, more? Is that <laughs> Probably. it? Probably. Okay. I don't it know. gives me vibes like that. I don't know enough about musical theater. We did an episode about it, 
butt get off my back because Oliver wasn't in it. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. No. So (laughs) just mm, right at the end. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Phil later joined Genesis in 1970 as their drummer and became the lead singer in 1975 following the departure of Peter Gabriel. And he resumed his acting career in the 80s, appearing in Miami Vice and subsequently starring in the film Buster in 1988. And also Hook in 1991, which I don't know how I didn't know that because I used to watch Hook all the time as a child at my grandparents' house. Uh, Phil Collins. Shit, I ha- should have had this at the ready. It was like the same thing from last time. Phil Collins, Hook. Uh, who did he play in Hook? Oh, he played Inspector Good. There we go. Inspector so- Good. Yes, so if you go back to the 1991 film Hook, which is about two hours and 22 minutes long, an adventure family film, uh, he plays Inspector Good. Also, Dante Bosco's in it and Robin Williams, so it's just <gasps> all on good Dante movie. Bosco is in Hook? He was Rufio, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. What is it? Rufio had like the three, like the three big like tufts of red hair like on top of his head. I'm pretty sure... Like, I think, because I watched Dante Bosco on TikTok where he does like the residual check lottery where like he'd be like, oh, all right, what, what are we eating tonight? And then he'll open a residual check and like read what it's from. So he'd be like, oh, Prince Zuko from Zuko Alone. Like, oh, Rufio from Hook. Like when they play, when they play it, they'll send him money for it. So I think that's oh, super dope. Oh my God. I'm looking at pictures. Oh yeah. Um, my jaw's on the floor. I love, I love Dante Bosco. I, oh, me too. He's amazing, amazing actor. Oh, Dustin Hoffman was uh, Captain Hook as well. Gwyneth Paltrow played Wendy Darling. And let's see if I can squeeze out one more big-time name of someone that I know. Uh, Robin Williams. I just said Robin Williams. Oh, sorry. Oh, Ju- Dur, Julia Roberts plays Tinkerbell. Oh, right, right, right. Durr, okay. Oh, and then also uh, we talked about Peter Gabriel earlier um, and became the lead singer of Genesis following Peter Gabriel's departure. Best song by Peter Gabriel, in my in my opinion, is uh, Sledgehammer. Yes, Fun- agreed. Awesome. Um, the band Ninja Sex Party also does a cover of Sledgehammer. Knocked it out of the park. Mm. I, I, I super recommend that as well. Or if you don't want to look up Ninja Sex Party, because if it makes your internet history look funny, just look up NSP. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else has a really good cover of Sledgehammer? Is Harry Styles. Re- Harry? What? Harry does a cover. I think it's on BBC Radio 1. It's from a few years ago, but yeah, he sings it and he sounds so good. Can I'm you send that to me? Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll oh send my, it to you. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like I'm interested because I love that song. It's such a great song. I didn't know Harry did it. I like Harry. Yeah. What's his most recent album? That's the one where he's like standing on the ceiling. Yes, his, uh, Harry's house. Harry's house. Yes, that's not the one where Watermelon Sugar is off of. That's the one. It's where he's yeah, like in it's the, the one in before. The pink suit. Oh, it's the one yeah. before that. Oh, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Cool. So yeah, like Peter Peter Gabriel. No, I'm stuck on Peter Gabriel. Phil Collins. He was an <laughs> actor. And songwriter, amazing drummer. I think that's that's one of the things that he is like best known for. But mm. Miami Vice, super awesome. So Phil Collins eventually left Genesis in 1996 to focus on solo work. This included writing for songs for Disney's film Tarzan. Also, Brother Bear. Cannot forget Brother Bear with Kenai, yes. his his two brothers, and then Coda. Like where he was like doing that whole thing because he killed his mom. 
is very mm-hmm. sad. Spoil oh shit, spoiler alert for Brother Bear spoiler if you've never seen Oh god, <laughs> dead moms. I mean it's a Disney trope. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Tragic backstory. Probably should have guessed that. Yeah, I mean, if it, it's been out for like 20 years, if you haven't seen it by now, come on, man, what are you doing? Watch Brother Bear, it's awesome. Yeah, also like every Disney movie has dead mom in it, so. Oh yeah, that's just that's just the way that it goes. Um, who is actually, who does the voice of Kenai? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix does the voice of Kenai. No way, I am learning I, new things all day today. I know, right? Another Disney movie, super awesome. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan also does the voice of Tug. Uh, R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan, amazing actor. Um, just wanted to shout that out really quickly. But yeah, so he and he also later rejoined Genesis on their uh, for their Turn It On Again tour in 2007. He released his memoir in 2016 and completed his Not Dead Yet tour in 2019. He then rejoined Genesis in 2020 for a second reunion tour ending in March of 2022, which being on tour for like two years, damn, that's awesome. Like, good yeah. for him. That is that is a long time. Just like just a tour. Mm-hmm. That's, that's super cool. Uh, his discography, because he has a very a very storied history producing his own music. Colin's discography includes eight studio albums that have sold 33.5 million certified units in the U.S. and an estimated 150 million records sold worldwide, making him one of the world's best-selling artists. Damn. Woo! I know. And our next point kind of goes in conjunction with that, where he has won eight Grammy Awards, six Brit Awards, winning Best British Male Artist three times, two Golden Globes, one Academy Award, and a Disney Legend Award. Like he As has. He should. Yeah, he has trophies. Like, you know that meme that, that we talked about last time where it's like the, uh, it's, <laughs> it's uh, like Disney. It's like, oh, we need a soundtrack for for Tarzan and Phil Collins is like hold my beer and it's like the guy at the <laughs> piano where like the flames are coming up the back yes absolutely like, Phil writing the soundtrack to Tarzan if you're still making like memes and you're still talking about the soundtrack to Tarzan like nuts man right so crazy uh, he received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1999 around the same time as Tarzan coming out so they just and love Tarzan so much. They're like, get a star. You're awesome. We love you, Phil. You get a star and you, you get, get a star. You just handed him out like candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was included into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2003. Sorry. And the Rock and Roll, <laughs> keep that in. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of Genesis in 2010. Cool. So he just he just has awards and awards and awards. Now, I'm not surprised. He's so talented. I really, personally, I really like his voice. I don't know. I, 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 I was supposed to watch an interview for it, but like, I don't know why Trey and uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone of, of South Park don't like Phil Collins. Yeah, super weird. Yeah, like I told you, I well, okay, it was, uh, I'm re- regurgitating information from before, <laughs> but it's for the audience this time so they can yes. actually hear it again. Is that like there was an episode of South Park where I'm pretty sure the kids of the town I th- it was either adderall or cough medicine but they got super high on it and then it like basically broke their brains and then they liked phil collins and when phil collins got up on stage he had like a very he had like a very whiny english voice and he sung just like this on the piano like not even <laughs> like just british yelling and i'm like damn they don't like fucking phil collins why i like him he's he sounds good yeah he's so good yeah what the hell so i mean i i, I love uh trey parker matt stone 
uh, but I also like Phil Collins. So you like what you like. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that is Phil Collins' background, his basic history overview without digging in too far into like the nitty gritty of it. So now we get to the movie. Yes. So Tarzan is based on the story of Tarzan of the Apes by Edgar Rice Burroughs. And Kevin Lima and Chris Buck directed the movie, which came out in 1999. Yes. Kevin Lima also directed the Goofy movie. And Great Chris movie. Buck directed Frozen and Frozen 2 alongside Jennifer Lee. Yes, the Goofy movie, a top tier. So good. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the, you know the song On the Open Road? Yes. That's one of my favorite songs to sing because, like, I – I really I love Disney. Disney songs are so near and dear to my heart. I have I grew up on it. Obviously, I know you did as well. Like, did you have like all the VHS tapes too? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, same. I was in the basement of a um, a what is it like an antique store, and they had like a lot of the old VHS tapes for it. But like, it's so great because I love the song uh, like on the open road. And that's my favorite one, one of my favorite from the movie. And I remember we were driving. I don't remember what we were doing, but I know it was me and Kate up front. And then you, your brother and Billy in the back. And like, I remember singing, singing that to everyone. And like mm-hmm. at, at that, like, like doing like the swerve part, like when goofy does it, it's so fun. I love Disney. Disney songs are also like I don't for whatever reason I get sleepy when I'm driving. I'm not like narcoleptic. Like I'm not just gonna fall asleep. Right. Yeah. I'm not just gonna fall asleep. But like for whatever reason, if I'm like, oh my god, I'm tired, I put on Disney songs and right all of a sudden I'm like bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like I'm like mm-hmm. ready to go. And then the entire ride, I just like I like singing the songs. So oh my god, if we ever do, if eventually. If we ever do a show or whatever, we talk about Disney. I love singing Disney. It's the best. Oh, me too. What, me your, too. What's one of your favorite Disney songs to sing personally? Oh, um, When Will My Life Begin? Reprise 2 from Tangled. Oh, very specific. Because yes. Tangled is also one of your favorite Disney movies as well. Yes, it is an extremely, extremely close second. But Tarzan takes the cake. Tarzan then Tangled. Okay. was obsessed with it when I was a kid. But yeah, When Will My Life Begin? Reprise 2 from Tangled is my favorite Disney song to sing. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I think we also mentioned it before, but you have the Corona Sun on your back. I do. I have a tattoo of... Uh, the corona sun are you ever gonna get that uh, colored no i like the black and white tattoos line art okay are you gonna say yeah yeah um it's funny because like i can spot the true disney fans because whenever they see my tattoo they're like you have tangled on your back and then other people who aren't disney fans or tangled fans are like cool sun yeah exactly exactly (laughs) like it susses them out right away because you're like all right i know who you are i fuck with you that's great like, are you a Disney adult? Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, my God. I also like uh, A Girl Worth Fighting For from Mulan. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. So whenever we do it in the car, I am Chinpo and uh, is it Ling? Mm-hmm. The, the little skinny one. And then Caitlin does Zhao and Mulan. Or I'm sorry, oh, P- Ping. She does Ping. Ping. Yeah. Oh, but you don't, didn't you say you also like reflections? Oh, that's such a good one. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's so oh, good. 
See, now, now we're just gushing about Disney and how I much know. we love we love Disney. <laughs> I want to go back to the park so bad. It's been years. Can we go, please? Can, can we, we go? Can we please? I would love to. Oh my god! Like that. Would what be are you doing in January? I'm trying to go for my birthday. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. Fuck. What? We can do a little it? weekend thing. I would. I would love nothing more than that. I'm gonna be settled in at my new house because I'm moving. Um, not right now, but I will be. I would mm-hmm. love. To, I would love to go to Disney. Oh my god! I got. We got to raise the money for it, though. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, we'll talk we, about it more. Don't worry. We'll workshop it. We'll we'll come yeah. back together. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, oh my god, I love Disney. But yeah, so, me too. <laughs> um, getting a little off track. So when Phil Collins was doing the soundtrack, he recorded in multiple languages. Did he not? Mm-hmm. Yes, and Tarzan was actually the first Disney soundtrack to be recorded in multiple languages for different markets. And Phil Collins did all of them. He did French, German, Italian, and Spanish versions of the soundtrack. And he was assisted by composer Eric Serra to record and produce the French versions of the songs. I know, right? And Jonathan sent me a few days ago a really cool behind-the-scenes YouTube video of Phil in the recording studio. And it plays like snippets of each of the languages yeah, of so the soundtrack. It's it, so like, good. It's so cool. I love those like Disney insider behind the scenes, like the making of. Just cause Me like too. one thing that I love, like one of the things that I've always wanted to do, I like like voice acting and like singing. So like if you've ever seen like the Aladdin ones, it's like you see like Robin Williams riffing. And then for Disney's Hercules, I think it was like the speaking voice and the singing voice of of Hercules and and um also for Aladdin, um, Princess Jasmine, like their voice actors are different. So you're seeing them like, you know, put on like airs and become that character. And then you see this, the singer in the studio do that. And it blows my mind because of like how much technical work it goes into it, like skill. And it's just incredible. And so, yeah, for, for Phil Collins, like in front of you to like sing in five different languages, like that's so cool. And it's a point mm-hmm. that I made last time about Coco and... So like if you if you're a singer who speaks multiple languages, it seems like Disney will have you sing the soundtrack in the languages that you speak. Like the um the the voice actor for Miguel and um and Ernesto de la Cruz and um what the what is his grandpa's name? Hector? Papa Hector. Yeah. So uh like they all speak Spanish, so when you go to the Spanish version, it's the same it's the same voice actor and singer. So you're like, you're not losing anything. You're still, they know you're not, you don't have to like coach someone else to try to like replicate. And right. that's, a, that's another thing that I get into like with the anime sub versus dub debate. Like, I don't know if, do you watch anime really? Um, here and there, mostly like studio Ghibli is like the most anime I'll get into or like, okay. I'll, Pokemon. I'll take- I'll take I'll take I'll take it I'll take yeah. it I'm uh, I'm in the process of watching um the final one of the final uh, not final most recent seasons of My Hero Academia Jujutsu Kaisen I'm watching One Piece right now so I prefer subtitled just because mm. it's like I don't know people are like oh like the English voice actors are so cringe they do fine they do great they get specific voice direction from the studio and that's awesome but I think it's like part of it is like replication over like original voice acting because it's like this is just my opinion this is totally me you can disagree with me you can tell me that i'm wrong and whatever this is this is just what i 
think is that like if you have like a character that has a certain voice and the original voice actor does it and then you have someone else to be like oh this is what the character sounds like and you're trying to like copy sort of like what they what they do it's different so that's why i go to the sub but like i said if you have the people who already do the voice in multiple languages it's the same performance basically it's just different words and so for phil collins to do it it's like it's the same like his he has an incredible voice and nothing and, and like the quality doesn't drop at all. So he's absolutely fantastic. Now I'm just gushing about anime and Phil Collins. <laughs> Listen, as you should, this oh podcast God. is all about having fun and shooting oh, the totally, shit. So. Totally. Oh, and um, anime nerds and weebs alike. Um, if you feel the same as me, tell me if you don't, that's cool too. I don't judge. I don't discriminate. I don't bash anyone for liking what they like and how they enjoy that format. So like more power to you, however you do it. I just wanted to make that clear because I know that anime fans will come for your throat. If you're like, Oh, you listen to dub, you stink. And it's like, nah, man, just let them, let them, let them be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like we were saying earlier with Hercules, his formula was different than what Disney was used to. Yeah. So they actually chose Phil Collins to do the soundtrack for Tarzan because they wanted to sway away from Disney's traditional, like, quote unquote, show tune formula. So, yeah, I mean, you can totally tell just by listening to the soundtrack how different of a sound it is than some of their other, like, for example, like The Little Mermaid or Aladdin or something like that. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's it's so, like those can be easily be taken like from the movie and put on the stage. Like it just, their style is completely different. I don't, yeah. remem- I don't remember if we had a point for it on our outline, but the Tarzan musical did not do very well, didn't it? No, we don't have a point for it, but I did, I actually do have it still pulled up. Oh, it awesome. only ran from June 27th, 2006 oh. to July something, 2007. So like n- not even a year. Yeah, like barely a year. Barely and a year. I was looking um, also after our episode last week, I was looking at the soundtrack for the mm-hmm. stage musical oh, right because that's what we were talking about like if they literally just took the songs like from the movie and put them on stage so did they right. change them or is it the same it's a little bit of both it looks like they did the same thing that they did for frozen the stage musical is they oh, took a lot yeah they took a lot of the original soundtrack from the movie songs but then they also created some new ones to like fill in the gap oh, sort of thing oh i like that okay yeah. okay so it's not just like dialogue heavy they'll throw in. that's really that's really interesting yeah okay not sure why it didn't do well it said on wikipedia that it had low ticket sales i'm not sure if people just didn't like the adaptation maybe the production wasn't as good as people were hoping for we would have been not there. sure but yeah oh i would have been there for sure for sure tarzan come on yeah Oh my god! I wonder how they did the animals. You know what I mean? Like yeah. characters like Turk and Kerchak and Kala. Like you know how they do it for the Lion King, which I have yeah. seen. Like how they have like the headdresses and hats that like represent their faces and stuff like that. Yes. So I wonder yes. the if the costumes they... are beautiful. Oh, it's fantastic! I it's it's really really great. 
but so like I want I don't know if they did something like that. We didn't look too heavily into that. We were just like, oh no, it was bad, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> all the songs on the album, differing from the traditional show tune formula, like the, the Broadway style, they heavily feature drums. I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. I love drums. Oh my god. Jonathan's favorite. I fucking love drums. I it's the best. Like so mm. the like the, the, the drum opening in the first song, what is that? That's two worlds. Like when it comes into the intro and then it's like the boom 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 boom, boom, boom and it just hits and it like it like every time it like rocks me to the core. And I love you it. Feel it like, in your soul. In my bones, dude, but like it literally goes on for 30 seconds before any other instruments come in like it's just drums so like and plus phil collins is a drummer like it makes sense like for him to like Mm -hmm. really like you know drive that home and like talk about that well not talk about that like to focus more heavily on that because it's like yeah oh my god it's 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 so crazy it's so great yeah. And Phil said, actually, in a Disney interview, quote, I have to be honest, the thing that motivated me at first was the rhythmic possibility. To me, it was tailor made for me, you know, the drums, which <laughs> I completely agree. Oh, That's yeah. so like, cool. It, and it brings such like a different sound than a lot of, okay, aside from the category or genre, because it's like, you know, Broadway or whatever, you can have drums, like horns and whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I think Tarzan also features a lot of horn, but like to have like it be so percussion heavy, like what other, what other songs or even movies pop into your mind that is just so saturated with percussion like Tarzan is? Hmm. I, I, cause I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like the closest might be the Lion King. You think so? I th- yeah, I would say that's probably that's probably the closest. It's like it's more it's more wild. It hits harder, right? So but awesome. Yeah, Tarzan definitely stands alone in terms of like the rock genre aspect of the soundtrack and the fact that it's so rhythmically heavy. But I feel like it kind of fits with like the vibe of the movie because it, it's the jungle. It's very it's very loud. It's very like stimulant heavy i guess there's a lot of things going on so i feel like the rhythms like the drums and the bass the very like percussiony aspect of the soundtrack just adds an element to the storyline and to like where like in africa that they are in the jungle i just feel like it adds so much i i totally agree it really puts you like in that headspace because like you said it is, it is chaotic like it is loud and that's reflected like more heavily in like trash in the camp like when like turk and the other gorillas and um and what is his name the i, I tantor I, tantor i had it last time yeah. but yeah like when they're like doing their thing and so it just it helps transport you and sort of like put your mind in like in that space. So like, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't agree more. So someone named Bobby, who has a TikTok account called the afternoon special, you actually found this account, right? I did. I did. I don't know if it was like my algorithm or whatever. Cause like I'm, I'm, I'm on TikTok a little bit. Like I don't make videos. God, no, I don't make videos. You don't want to see me doing that. But like I, I watch stuff. And so I don't know if it was because I kept searching Phil Collins, Tarzan, Phil Collins, Tarzan, like <laughs> it just popped up and you know, like Disney and stuff like that. Like she's done other analysis, analyses, analysis, 
She's mm-hmm. done another analysis for like other movies and stuff like that. But it what popped out to me was her doing Tarzan. Like I was like looking through her stuff because I was like, oh, I wonder if she does it. And so, but yeah, her her show is the afternoon special. So I don't know if you can look that up like just online or on TikTok. But yeah, check her out, Bobby on the afternoon special. Super cool. I'm going to look her up after this episode. But she said on the analysis episode for Tarzan, quote, it isn't Disney music. Referencing other songs in the Disney Renaissance era, which we'll talk about in a little bit, quote, a lot of these songs had very specific sound, catchy pop songs with heavy Broadway influences, which make a lot of sense because a lot of the lyricists and composers making this music come from Broadway, end quote. Yeah, and that that and that totally makes sense. And like we said earlier, that is that is reflected and shown in the previous movies because you know, like Tarzan came in 1999, which is the end of the Renaissance. So you had like previous hits like Hercules, Aladdin, Mulan, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Lion King, and that's like mm-hmm. very and that translated to the stage very well. So it's like they. And to break the mold and get Phil Collins, like Phil Collins is going to make Phil Collins music. He's not, he's not making like Disney Broadway. Right. Mm -hmm. So she also goes on to say that it quote was a direct departure from the orchestra heavy sound of the previous nine years at that point. And that if it decided to go or no, sorry. And that it quote decided to go on a full on rock approach. I wonder if the reason why it didn't do well on the stage was because they're trying to like replicate and do Phil Collins music, like pop Rocky music. And then if they made their own songs to like pepper over the rest of the film, like if it just didn't like match, you know, like it was like two different styles, like fighting each other. Right. And you put the point in too that Bobby on that same afternoon special also made the connection that Tarzan is not the one who sings in the film. Yeah. It's like Phil Collins is Tarzan's inner monologue and voice, which I think also has an effect on the like transferring that to the stage because for like a stage show, unless you have like literally the ensemble sing every song and have like Tarzan just like standing just there and not singing, around. it would yeah, be not... so weird. Like, it, you know? it, it is. Yeah, it is kind of weird because it's like he he talks he talks to the gorillas and then he later talks to the humans. But there's like that weird part in the middle is that when he's with the humans, he doesn't say anything at all. He's just like doing stuff. So it's right. like, what do you what do you do? with that like that's so that's so weird like it makes sense so it's a connection we made last time that's like it works because you know some of it is like more interpretive like in if you have someone on the stage portraying a certain character or whatever and they're singing like they're telling you know the other characters and more importantly the audience exactly what they're feeling because they're able to verbalize it whereas tarzan can't speak he doesn't speak the queen's english so it's like he like it's up to phil collins to be like using the inner voice to like try to allude to certain things and some of them some of them are more direct like this is exactly what he's feeling he even says it strangers like me it's like his inner thoughts and that's Mm -hmm. like he it's tarzan like thinking to himself but yeah. then you have other songs like You'll Be In My Heart, which is like Kala 
singing to or like using her giving her feelings to Tarzan. She doesn't she doesn't really sing except for like the like little like thing in the beginning that like she the does. beginning yeah, yeah like, like the like, lullaby yeah like the first 30 seconds like it's a little bit but then phil collins really goes in and helps it helps spell it spell us out more like spell it out more for us and then the same thing with two worlds like it's like more conceptual kind of mm-hmm. like you know talking about these you know human and ape coming together and like becoming a family so it's like it, he does a really good way, like a really good job of bridging the gap, so to speak, yeah. of like what's going on, feelings, but with characters that can't outright express them. Yeah. And the director, Kevin Limas, told the Chicago Tribune that, quote, I did not want Tarzan to sing. I just couldn't see a half-naked man sitting on a branch breaking out into song. <laughs> I thought it would be ridiculous, which I oh, agree yeah. with. Like I, I, I also agree as well. Just, just imagine like Tarzan like swinging on a branch, like "Oh, Jane, I'm coming to you." Yeah, <laughs> just weird. It's, it's, it's weird. But then, like, mm-hmm. what, like, what if he's with the humans? Like, would he sing? And they'd be like, "Wow, that's really cool." And then you just see like the humans off to the side, like just watching this ape man like grunt and scream because it doesn't translate very well. They're like, "What is he doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in his own oh, mind he's like god. he's like going after it he's like oh my god this i'm pouring my heart out and they're like what the fuck <laughs> well that's how it is in the film too it's like when tarzan is speaking to the gorillas we as the audience hear english obviously but the yeah. english speaking yeah, okay. characters like jane and her dad in the film hear like like for example like which means Jane stays with Tarzan. Oh, also fun fact is that in the movie, um, Tarzan and like the other gorillas like talk to each other and like they look each other in the face, which is Jonathan's animal corner. Fun facts is that in real life that would have never have happened because if you look like if, if Tarzan looked Kerchak in the eyes, he would die. Like that's just how gorillas, that's just how, no, that's just how gorilla society works. It's like a dominance thing. Shoot. Yeah. So just oh, a little interesting, little, little fun. And then also in the movie, like where Turk and Tarzan see each other, they're like running at each other and they're like rolling around like dog piling and everything. They're roughhousing. And Jane's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's with the gorillas. It's like, yes. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're so friends. The, oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're great. Rosie O'Donnell. She did a great job as Turk, though. She did. I love Turk's character. I, I love her too. She's like, she's super silly. Also, Rosie O'Donnell, I don't know if she's the only one, but I know she is one of few, if there are any others, uh, voice actors and actresses that played the younger and older version of their character. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. sweet. Little fun detail, little hidden Mickey Disney insider. <laughs> I love um, hidden Mickeys. Hidden Mickey. Gotta look, we got to look for them when we go to Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I only know of one, and I think it's on like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride that I can remember from the last time that I went. I love it, the best. So fun. Uh, so the track list for Tarzan is Two Worlds, You'll Be in My Heart, Son of Man, Trash in the Camp, Strangers Like Me, Two Worlds, Reprise, which is only about a minute long because it just adds something to the song. Uh, trash in the camp, which is Phil Collins with InSync, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, my, you told me about it and I totally forgot about it. I didn't even look at the track list yet. And it's so good. So good. It goes so hard. Yeah. InSync just got back together recently. They did a Hot Ones. Yes, I saw it. Justin Timberlake was like, why am I here again? Yeah, like, oh my <laughs> I God, I'm back. Videos, though. They're so super fun. Yeah, check it out, you mm-hmm. guys. InSync on uh, Hot Ones. So then there's You'll Be In My Heart and credits. And then there's Two Worlds, the radio version. And the radio version just sort of like takes out the like intro drums and like the theatrics that go along with the movie. So it's like cleaned up a little bit. Um, But then after that tracks 10 through 14, so five tracks, they are all scores. And the scores are basically background sort of like ambient musical sound, like sort of setting the setting the scene orchestral usually yeah no exactly lyrics. yeah no lyrics at all so they're good we're, i don't think we're going to focus too heavily on those ones just because it's it's mainly just sound we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit but yeah so yeah. it goes for of the scores it goes a wondrous place moves like an ape looks like a man the gorillas one family and then two worlds the finale so the whole the whole album in total it's about 41 minutes yeah, just under 41 minutes. Yes. The singles off of that album, though, are You'll Be In My Heart, Two Worlds, Strangers Like Me, and Son of Man. All good ones. So, amazing. Amazing album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the release of the album with the movie, the, the soundtrack peaked at number five on the Billboard 200 during the week of July 1999. Uh, coinciding mm-hmm. with the film's theatrical rel- uh, run. Yeah, people loved it. It was a banger back then. It's a banger now. Hell yeah. Oh my God, yeah. So the album was a major comeback for Phil Collins. It put him back in the public eye. Uh, in the US, it reached double platinum status, becoming the best-selling album of new material in a decade. And I didn't, I don't, I didn't know that what double platinum was. I thought there was just silver and gold. Then, Me too. I knew mm-hmm. platinum was there, but I didn't know you could platinum twice. Yeah, exactly. They just like re relaminate it with platinum. It just becomes like a thicker record. <laughs> it just looks like a big <laughs> trash like, can ah, lid. You did it again. <laughs> yeah, you did it again. Give it, g- give it back. We'll make it bigger. Yes, it's great. So uh, a promotion was held at the Disney Store with the release of the movie and its popularity. So customers who bought the soundtrack received a free and exclusive single of You'll Be In My Heart. The soundtrack itself was labeled limited edition and included a holographic cover and individual collector's number. It's it's pretty cute. Mm. I think it looks nice. It's sort of like the inside of the case looks like the jungle. And then the disc itself is like clear, but then it has like on top of it, Kala, which is Tarzan's mom, if you didn't get that before. And then like little Tarzan playing. So it's like really sweet. It's very cute. Would recommend if you're a collector. Oh yeah, Sam, collector, collector's item. You I get it know. off eBay. About it. It's only 15 bucks on eBay. Not bad, not bad mm. for, for all those, uh, for all those Tarzan heads out there. Yeah. Mm. But it also says, uh, Phil did, this is just what I saw from my, from my research and, and like, wikis and stuff phil did pretty much all of the instruments in the tracks as well as the arrangements i don't know if that's true i wasn't sure but that is what it said so i'm sticking with it yes but it did that very is what well i found as well yes 
It did do very well. It got a lot of awards and nominations. Ooh. The song You'll Be In My Heart won both the Academy Award for Best Original Song and the Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. It also received a Grammy Award nomination for Best Song Written for a Motion Picture, Television, or Other Visual Media. The album itself won a Grammy Award for Best Soundtrack Album. Phil received an American Music Award for Favorite Adult Contemporary Artist for his contributions to the soundtrack. And the song Son of Man won a Grammy Award for Best Song Written for a Motion Picture, Television, or Other Visual Media in 2000. It was also nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song in the same year. So like like we were talking about earlier with Phil Collins' background, these are some of the things that like, this is where these awards came from, plus some more that were just specific to the movie. So mm-hmm. like lots of stuff. The, the Tarzan soundtrack, absolute fire. Oh, such a banger. Uh, a, a bop indeed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had a little section because we wanted to talk about like little funny, silly fun facts uh, that went along with the movie and Phil Collins and just stuff that I was a little... I was a little nitpicky about, kind of like with my uh, gorilla fact earlier. So, Sam, you found this one that I thought was cute. Phil mm-hmm. Collins was given a little toy drum kit for Christmas when he was five. And then later, his two uncles made him a makeshift set with triangles and tambourines that fitted into his suitcase. That is adorable. So cute. So they, oh, and then he became a drummer. I oh, know. And then he became, and that little child became Phil Collins. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> True. I know. Nuts. Oh, my God. So like we said, talking about earlier with like the Renaissance, Tarzan is the final Disney movie in the Renaissance, Renaissance era that took place from November 1989 to July 1999. Other movies that are in the Renaissance are, you know, The Lion King, Mulan, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Tarzan, and Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, there's a couple of others, I think, but those are, like, the big ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely fantastic. So, the movie itself, it takes place in 1911, and the original shipwreck where, you know, Tarzan's parents washed up was in 1988, and the movie set is in East Africa. This can be seen on a drawing of Tarzan that Jane is working on during the Strangers Like Me sequence. Also, another Disney fun fact, I'm not sure if it's canon, Tarzan's parents are the Arendelle parents of Anna and Elsa. I read that as well, and I think it kind of makes sense. Yeah, like because yeah. you know, like how the ship sank and they died, and Anna and Elsa were alone, and so we're like, oh, that's cool. Also, um, Hercules and Ariel are cousins. Oh, wait, how? Because Hercules is the son of Zeus, and Ariel is the son of Triton, who is, I believe, the son of Poseidon. Oh, yes. So that makes them, I don't know what you would call it, but they're technically cousins. This is the longest car horn ever. I know. They're just really laying on it, huh? God damn. Yeah, come on. God. We're recording. Come on. Yeah. Get out of here. Stop that. Hey, Sam, could you just like lean out your window and tell New York to please be quiet? Hey, hey, quiet down. <laughs> yeah, someone fucking throws like a, like a beer Stop can. It. Like, get back in <laughs> retaliation someone would probably throw like their shoe at me or something oh my god yeah you are in the wild wild west oh yeah of the, of the east yes 
So some more fun facts. During the You'll Be In My Heart musical sequence, lemurs are seen in the jungle nearby. However, lemurs are only native to Madagascar. King Julian, get the hell out of here. You do not Yeah, belong. what are you doing? They're, they're, <laughs> then you live over there. Madagascar is a tiny little island. Okay, tiny I in know. comparison to Africa. But yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but then also... Also, Sabor, Sabor, Sabor. Sab- I don't. However, you want to say it. I say Sabor. Sabor. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard his name in the film, but Sabor is the jaguar who, you know, attacks a lot of people in the film. Spoiler alert. So he's a jaguar, which is a big cat only found in South and Central America. But like we said, Tarzan takes place in Africa. So that doesn't make sense. At oh all. yeah, it heightens the drama if nothing else. It does. Yes. Oh yeah, but the uh, like the Tarzan in the Disney film, not the first portrayal of the King of the Jungle. No, so five-time Olympic gold medalist Johnny Weissmuller portrayed the Lord of the Jungle in twelve films, beginning with Tarzan: The Ape Man in nineteen thirty-two. But he was not the first actor to play Tarzan. In fact, the series began in nineteen eighteen with poorly cast, overweight Elmo Lincoln. That's so uh, that's, mean of them yeah, to say. That, that's literally like verbatim, like what I found, what they said about him. Like that is not us casting judgment on poor Elmo Lincoln. That is just what they yeah. said. They're like, oh yeah, he's he's overweight, poorly cast, he stinks. He's still Tarzan, dude. Come yeah. on. Also, that's mean. Right. Yes. So he played the lead in the silent version of Tarzan of the Apes. And Enid Markey portrayed Jane. Mm-hmm. And Lincoln killed an actual lion in the film. But this yeah. was 1918 before the animal rights movement was born. Yeah. So killed a real life lion. That's like on camera. Like, yeah, on camera. Like they did it for the movie, which is horrible. Cause I guess, mm-hmm. I guess like back in the, back in the day, you could just do whatever you wanted. They're like, is there a lion in the movie? No, it's a jaguar. Get a lion. We're going to, we're, we're doing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. That's insane. Absolutely dude. horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So he later appeared in two other Tarzan films, The Romance of Tarzan in 1918 and The Adventures of Tarzan in 1921. All in all, from 1918 to modern day, there have been no fewer than 45 full length Tarzan films. Yeah. That's crazy. And I haven't seen any of the other ones except for this film, the Disney version. <laughs> right. So, like the previous Disney films, Tarzan was actually an adult movie. Like it was, it, like it was a lot. It was obviously more graphic if they killed a fucking lion in the right. movie. So it got a little bit. I don't want to say like dumbed down or made childish, but it was the the like the essence of it was lightened when Disney like took it and and ran with it. So it mm-hmm. became more family friendly. Like, uh, but on on the contrary, sort of. yeah, sort of. That's literally like what I was leading into. Is that like I'm pretty sure Tarzan has the most death in a Disney movie because you have Clayton, which is the the their very macho bravado big bad guy. You yeah, right. got a nice voice. Then it was Sabor. The spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen the movie, and spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, if we're talking about the movie and you haven't seen it, shame on you. But still, go yeah. see it. Stop right now, and then I won't say the thing. I'll give you a few seconds. Hold on. Let's just let him go. Yeah. Let's let him let him go and come back. Okay. Did you watch it? Did you do it now? Are you, are you back? Are you back? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was uh, Clayton Kerchak, 
So those three. Clayton oh, Kerchak, oh, um, Sabor. Uh, Tarzan's two parents, so that's five. Oh, yeah. And then Kerchak Colin and Kala's Kerchak's baby. baby. Yeah, yeah, it gets fucking eated. Yeah, and some of the deaths that they portray in the graphic. film are really graphic and extremely disturbing. Dude. Thankfully for me as a child, like especially Clayton's death went right over my head. Seriously. But the minute I got old enough and You're I finally like, oh, like realized, I yeah, I was like, holy fuck! Like the this shadow, is the shadow, the shadow is oh god, yeah. Well, because even in the first place, like when he's like in the vines and he's cutting them with the machete, like he's like super angry and feverish. So like the scene kind of like really comes to a critical head where you're like, oh my god, and Tarzan's mm-hmm. like trying to help him, and then he's like falling, and he's like just the whole way down, never accepting it, just shouting and screaming and then when the vine goes taut like the lightning cracks and then you see him hanging from the neck like his fucking neck snapped oh yeah it's really really awful to see Mm -hmm. definitely check the trigger warnings if you've never seen this film even though it's a cartoon it's there are some parts that are like kids movie yeah you're like yeah you'll be sitting there like damn all right yeah it's good it's good please watch it but just know that that happens. Also, when like Sabor eats the the gorilla baby. Oh yeah, that was very sad because like you part. know because you know exactly what's coming when it starts. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, yeah, it's but... it's, it's it's fantastic, Sam. What is your yes. favorites of the songs? Because we have ah. this, we have the same, but in a different order. Yes, I was just about to ask what your favorites are. Well, I asked My you first. Growing up, oh, thank you. You're thank welcome, you. ladies first. <laughs> Beauty before My... ugly. No, you are beautiful. Stop, <laughs> everybody, listeners. No, um, comment on our Instagram. No, Jonathan is beautiful. I'm a fucking troll. That's mm-hmm. I won't accept no. that. <laughs> okay, what are your favorites? Okay, so my favorite growing up was always strangers like me. I would say second is probably Trash in the Camp, mm-hmm. and then third is Son of Man. See, Son of Man was also my third, but like our first and seconds are flipped. So your mm. your number one was Strangers Like Me. That's my number two, and Trash in the Camp. That's my number one. I can't get past ah, it. I love so Trash good. in the Camp. Like I, it, Trash in the Camp doesn't have any words. It's all scat all the way down. Yep. Scat man. It's great. And Sam. Sam, we know what scat we're talking about now, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Just uh, making sure. It's not poop. I'll no, tell it's, you that. Not, it's not poop. There's no. It's not poop. This song is too good to be poop. But yeah, yeah. Trash in the Camp. Oh my God. I love it. It's amazing. And we'll get into mm-hmm. more about the songs when we get to them in the track list order, which we are yes. doing next. Sam, start us out on track number one, right from the top. Two worlds. Two worlds. One family. Yes. So (laughs) the first minute goes along with the Disney logo and the family escaping the boat. It highlights the tension that's happening. As the ship is going down. As the ship is going down, Tarzan's parents, you know, reach the coast of Africa. They start building their life there. They build the treehouse. Yeah. And it's and then as like as the song builds, specifically the line, but danger is no stranger here. You can see Sabor <gasps> appearing over the treehouse, yeah. 
Jonathan put in the notes, ah, so sinister. It's like, seriously, because it's like, it's like the danger lurking behind the scenes. Like you see the treehouse and then it goes back and forth. Like that's during the day. And then it would, when it switches to the night sequence, like Sabor's eyes. I'm doing glasses with my fingies. Uh, like yes. Sabor's eyes are like the sun and moon. And he's like transparent over it. So it's like, oh, you know, he's about to be the baddie. It's it's re- yep. it's so awesome. Like, oh my god. And then in the beginning, I already said it. Like the drums are just ba boom, ba ba boom, boom. That like ramp up. Yeah. Like that's like my heartbeat. It's like it's amazing. Gets my blood pumping. Yeah, it's such a like kick-ass opening to a movie. It definitely sets the tone for sure. Right out of the gate, too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's fantastic. And then um, we talked about it earlier. Bad graphic scene. Ah, uh, well, I, I, not bad as in like I don't like it, but like bad as in like ooh heavy. But like right. how the Kerchak and Kala's baby is like running like he kind of climbs out of the nest and he's like chasing a butterfly but then like you see sabor like crouching and then it switches back and like the music every time it cuts back and forth the music changes but sabor's becomes like more intense and more quick because he's like at the right before he gets the baby it's like super like it's reached it's like zenith where it's like oh he's about to get him oh no it's happening and mm-hmm. I just really like the juxtaposition between, oh, the, the little monkey baby is, you know, it's like really light and airy and Sabor is like dark and sinister and harsh. And it's like, yeah, it's so cool. Two worlds, one family. Search your heart. Let fate Let decide fate. to guide these lights we see. A paradise touched by man. <laughs> It's a great. It's so hard to sing when we record because, like, There's you're a good... like a beat after me, and I think I'm a beat after you, and then it's just like, it's ah. really, yeah. Well, okay. So if you ever start singing, just keep. Even if I come in, just keep doing what you're doing because I'm trying to like tune into you. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So it's like yeah. it'll. It doesn't sound like it'll match up, but then it does in post. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. A little a little peek behind the curtain. We are the Wizard of Oz. We will let you. We'll let you into our secrets. Yes. Uh, but um, I think this was another song that you had a little bit to say about as well, which is You Beat My Heart. Yes. Oh, gosh. This song is not in my top three. It's obvi. S- obvi. But, but th- it's so good. It's so and sweet, it too. Sad. Yeah. Like, I, it, one, of, one of my points was that, like, where um where like at the end it's like because Phil Collins says always and then you hear Kala like whisper always right at the end oh, it fucking God. kills me it's like oh yes. my god that's his mom I know I love it too because she opens the song and the scene if you've not you know if you still haven't seen the movie watch it first of all watch it right now right but now stop if the you episode haven't again seen it- <laughs> again you have to watch it again now. Right. Second time through, did you do it yet? So the beginning of the song. I'm sorry. She, Kala sings it to Tarzan, to young Tarzan, after Kerchek says for like the bajillion hundredth time, like, this man is not my son. Yeah, he's like, get rid of this baby. That's not my baby. This baby is not my baby. And Tarzan is like, why am I different? And then Kala is like, come stop your crying. It'll be be all all right. right. (laughs) <laughs> but i like how hand. she 
Hold, Hold it tight. It I will protect you from. I'm sorry. I'll just keep going. Around you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I like how she opens the song and then it also ends with her. It's just like it comes full circle and it really shows about how the song is just mm-hmm. a love and a bond that can't be broken. Even if your dad says that he's not your dad, he is your dad. Damn it! It's kind of yeah. like a, it's kind of like Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, where he's like, "I may not be your father, but I sure am your daddy." It's like because he raised him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I know "daddy" is a, is a, is an interesting word, but the point is a point made. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But so Phil actually calls it a lullaby and said it was born out of the picture of the two hands together. Oh, yeah, like where Kala holds up her hands and then Tarzan puts like his oh, little hands. Oh, Tarzan's little oh, hands. he's oh. a baby. So cute. It's so sweet. Oh, and my And he told his daughter that it's for her and it's her song. That's, ah. oh, my God, my heart. Like, Who's yeah, cutting onions in here? Sam, please stop cutting onions. <laughs> it's burning. Oh, it's burning. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like that's really sweet for him to, you know, he's working on the album and everything. And like mm-hmm. for her entire life, he can go, I wrote this for you. This is your song. Oh. It's so wow. it's so sweet. It's It's similar to how Robin Williams named his daughter Zelda after the legend of zelda like the video game character oh that's so cute yeah and the, and the promos so um i think it was for the 3ds version of ocarina of time he they were playing the game together like for the commercial oh that's cute it's so super cute oh it makes me sad oh i know uh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, the song is only one of two so- uh, two songs within Disney's Tarzan to have a part performed by an actual character. You know, because Phil Collins is like the the narrator, monologue, like inner voice of Tarzan. So you'll be in my heart. Kala starts it off. So she is singing the song. And then Phil Collins like elaborates and he does like, you know, the rest of it. But then the other mm-hmm. song being Trash in the Camp, where the characters in the song, even though it's scat singing, it's still like Rosie O'Donnell and, you know, she's 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 like doing her part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Manila Standard is said Collins waxes poetic with the song. The Disney Song Encyclopedia deemed it an up-tempo ballad and a tender song. The American mm. Musical Theater... Uh, it's a, a chronicle said that Merle Dandridge, who sang this song as the role of Tarzan's adoptive mother, Kala, in the Broadway version, had the best song. She's like, oh, it's the best. And then uh, American literature on stage and screen, 525 works and their adaptions said this song was contemporary sounding, yet its rhythmic momentum blended beautifully with the pulsating sound of the jungle. That's a good way to describe it. The pulsating sounds of the jungle. That's how I feel about how like rhythmically advanced the soundtrack is. It really emphasizes the pulsating sounds of the jungle. Yeah. It, That's a good way to put it. It really brings like the theme and the setting into the songs rather than being set aside of them. Like if that, if that makes sense. 
like mm-hmm. which Disney is very good at. Like obviously, like right into what pops into my head is uh, one jump ahead from Aladdin, because like you know, <laughs> like the voice actor who's like singing as Aladdin is like really putting like the physicality like into the sound of his voice. Like when he's like you know as the character is moving on screen. So right. Even though the sound is different, Disney is is, is very good at at uh, at incorporating that into into their movies and even in their parks. Agreed. Like Disney Fun Fact and Insider, I feel like we should have these when we do Disney episodes. Hell yeah! Oh my god, yeah! Like when you're at a Disney park, they like pump smells into the parks so that you'll be like, "Ooh, popcorn! I'm hungry!" Or like, you know, like to engage more of your senses into like where you are interesting they do they use smells they also based on their like with using their architecture of like buildings and stuff like that they'll like make sure that you can't see over certain things to see in other parts of the park like you won't be Mm. like you won't be able to see i think it's like epcot or like animal kingdoms or from like main street you have to like actually go over there and then it's like you're like emerging into a different world shoot yeah. That's pretty cool. I guess that keeps the magic of Disney magic. Yeah, exactly. So it, it it's not like, oh, you're at Six Flags and you're like, oh, that's over there. All right, that's cool over here. What's that smell? Ugh. <laughs> you're like, oh, candy apples. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, track three on the album is Son of Man to look through the sky. In the sky. Lift your spirits and be free. This was both of our third favorites. Both of our third favorites. Son of Man. Like my, I feel like my favorites like changed up a few times. Like when I was picking them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God. I'm like, oh, I love, I love Strangers Like Me. And then I was like, no, I like Son of Man sounds better. But then I'm like, no, I sing Strangers Like Me more. But then I'm like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Like who's the real winner here? (laughs) It's great. So it just automatically my... My brain was like, no, you like you like trash in the camp better. I was like, yeah, okay, I agree. But yeah. Son of Man, uh, apparently, so uh, in another Disney interview, I don't think it was the same one, but uh, Phil Collins said, the most gratification you get is when you write a lyric to something that's potentially difficult, like Son of Man, which is a montage of when he's five to when he's 20, and it works. You write something that does the trick. He laughs, and he says, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it just it just works. Mm-hmm. Like the song is about the journey of self-discovery in the process of becoming the person you are meant to be and, you know, encouraging us to reach our full potential by embracing the challenges that come our way and then thus learning from our mistakes. Like Tarzan doesn't get it at first. Like, and then when he's like 20, he's doing those fucking crazy, like surfing on the trees. Oh yeah. Like with like legs, like crisscross like this. Mm-hmm. And they swing in from the vines. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Apparently, they watched, like, Tony Hawk videos to really, like, get the uh, the tree surfing down. Amazing. Amazing. I love Tony Hawk. Oh, my God. Crazy. So, it, like, Son of Man, it's, it's super upbeat, and it's, like, boppy, and it makes you want to sing out loud. Like, it's, like, so, like, it's so different from, like, You'll Be In My Heart, where you're, like, oh, my God, this is sad. I love their relationship. And then you're like, fuck, yeah, son of man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. You're like on the journey with Tarzan. Like, do you remember the part of the movie, like, where he's doing that thing with a snake? Yes. Yeah, it's like he's like looping it through the trees and then it like stops short just at his face. 
Mm-hmm. You're like right there with him. You're like, oh my god, this is so cool, crazy, son of man. He's like sitting there with his arms crossed, like so happy with his. <laughs> so <laughs> his satisfied. Outcome. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, got, I got you. Ah, uh, there yeah. was. There was. I can't remember. <sighs> there was like a thing that said exactly what type of snake that was. I should have wrote it down. Hmm. Oh, I have made a mistake. You know what? I'm leaving the episode. Goodbye. I missed one fact. I'm leaving. Oh, no. (laughs) No, I'm not. Yeah, no, I, oh, gosh, I love this song. I love how boppy it is. And I think Phil is right when he said that it just, it works so well with the montage of Tarzan. Like, it shows, it, it, like, manages to encompass Tarzan's growth from a kid to a young man or an adult. And also, it, it showcases, like, just how silly he is mm-hmm. like he's so silly yeah and how yeah, silly um turk is yeah and tantar yeah. it shows all the characters it shows how silly he is i just love it it's just so good yeah because it gives you like the background that like you wouldn't ordinarily see because it's like you know you have to get to like when he's an adult so it's like you're showing you're watching him grow up and you're watching him learn alongside his friends like tantor goes from little baby elephant to like a great big elephant yeah. Oh, oh, little anecdote that I forgot to put in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Tarzan was one of three movies, like only three movies that I would watch growing oh, up. Yeah. It was this Snow White and Mary Poppins. Oh, my God. Those were the only movies I would watch as a child. And every single night without fail, when my mom would run me a bath, when it would be about an inch to two inches filled the tub, yeah. I would stick my big toe in. What? And I would say, Mom, are you sure this water is sanitary? sanitary? Oh, like it Tantor. It looks questionable to me. I and then she would go, it. it's fine, honey. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. Which oh. is what Tantor sings. He doesn't sing it. But he it's says what it. Tantor says. Yeah. yeah. Ta- In that one scene where, you know, Turk is trying to get them to get an elephant's tail yeah exactly like but like and plus like little little tantor he's a big scaredy cat he is yeah. <laughs> he sounds like the cowardly lion a little bit he does he's so cute i love tantor i've been trying to find a plushie of tantor for years can't find him anywhere Are they you... just disney does not make plushies for tantor you could probably find it on etsy if you looked oh yeah true yeah like like could like those sites where people like make their own own stuff you know like mm, i mm-hmm. i wouldn't put it past them like you can find some merch if you could if you if i find if i find a tantor i'm sending it to you thank you you're so thank welcome you. we need to realize your dreams i know <laughs> so uh the song it, like in the line with uh like the line in learning you will teach and teaching you will learn also highlights the importance of sharing what we know and learning from others but that is Son of Man, amazing song. Bringing it home to track number four, my favorite. We can just make sounds and it'll be it'll be right. It's trash in the camp. Trash in the camp. Like, I love it. There's no lyrics in the song. There's no words. It's all just scat all the way down, all the way to the bottom. Mm-hmm. My favorite parts of the song was when they're like building the rhythm, like we're like they're doing the typewriter and then they do the dishes and then the ripping of the book. But like, I liked it when they hit the clothesline, like the boom and then, boom. yeah. Yep. And then Tantor's horn. Like, <laughs> I love Tantor. So cute. Amazing. 
I do really like how they build the instrumentation. Like yeah. it starts off with the typewriter, right? Mm-hmm. And then Turk's like, yeah, do that again. Yeah, and then yeah, they break yeah. the thing. It's like if it builds very, very discreetly, but in a way that's just, I don't know. It just, it, it again, like emphasizes the scene. And again, if you haven't seen the movie, what are you doing? But basically this scene is like, they're trashing the humans camp and they're using all of the equipment and like basically their entire camp as like the instruments. Yes. So I, it just, I don't know, like it's so cool. And then it also leads into a change of perspective because in the movie during that scene, when Kerchak and the others hear them, they hear the song that the gorillas are making. But when Clayton, the professor hear it, they just hear chaos and they just hear their stuff being broken. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's, like from two worlds, but no family. One fam. Oh no, yeah. Big, yeah, because Clayton. <laughs> Clayton's not a nice man. Oh yeah, yeah. Neither Clayton's not nice, and yeah. Kerchak is also not very nice. No, yeah, he's a little bit of an ass. But I do feel bad that he dies at the end. Oh no! Spoil it. No, we already said that. It's Spoiler. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he dies. It's very sad. Oh, but so, and I think I I didn't include it, but there's like a video of Phil Collins in the studio sort of like doing the stuff like for this song. It's almost like Foley work kind of. Like, do you know what Foley work is? No. Foley work is essentially when people put sounds in a movie. Like- Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so you'll have like the prop department where it's like picture, do you know how much sound like a brown plastic, uh, brown paper bag makes? Like it's how crinkly it is. Like, yeah. just imagine trying to have that on set and then have like the microphones for the actors pick everything up. So, oh, yeah, no, they never use real paper bags. No, right? it's made of it's made of like plastic and they make mm. no sound whatsoever. And then Foley will come in later and then, you know, in the studio using whatever, like they'll put that sound in there. That's so cool. It's really, really cool to watch fully people work. Like I think uh, Bone Breaks, they uh, I saw someone like crunching on rigatoni, like in their in their mouth. Um, I forget how they did Snow. I remember Snow being really cool, but yeah, like absolutely insane fully work. Um, but yeah, you see like that's so cool. You see Phil Collins with like all the different like pots, pans, spoons, like all kinds of stuff, just like all strewn about. And he even said in an interview that it was the uh, apparently it's like the hardest song for him to write in the album. Just like interesting, I'm, like how chaotic it is. Yeah. So, like in the um, it's it's also the only song in the film not to be performed by Phil Collins. Like he doesn't mm. he doesn't sing. He just does like the in, like the instruments and like the sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, InSync did the uh, did the song did, did did the cover of it, and it was absolutely fantastic. It took out some of like the crazier, wackier like so- sounds from just like the random stuff. But it has yeah. It has a great sound. It has an absolutely great sound. Oh, it does. It's so good. And that's kind of us talking about <laughs> talking about it either. It it's it's it slaps. So hard. Oh yeah. Like the change up and the different sound that they do. And like instead of instead of like the like the little like the spoons and the typewriter, like I think they beatbox a little bit too, which I, yeah. I am always here for. I love beatboxing. 
Mm-hmm. And then a uh, final point. Uh, in the Hong Kong Disneyland's version of the Jungle Cruise, a song played by a 1930s radio as gorillas raid the jungle navigation camp. A song is played by a 1930s radio as the gorillas raid a jungle navigation company camp. So it's sort of like it's sort of like an homage to Tarzan. Oh, that's and, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the gorillas are messing everything up, and you're like, oh my god, that's that's Turk. Oh. Mm. So track five, Sam. Track five is my favorite. This is Strangers Like Me. Mm-hmm. The song plays the part in the movie where Tarzan realizes that he is a human and he is learning how to read and write from Jane and the professor. And he wonders about his world as he becomes fluent in English Very and literature and history. Yeah, like all in one day, he's like... Okay. Jane stays with Tarzan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, it had to have been like mo- maybe more days, but like still for you to learn the entire English language super fast. Right. Super fast. And one of the lyrics, it's all so close and yet, yet so, so far. Like he should know like how to be a human about being a human, but he doesn't because he wasn't raised that way. Right. So it's like that like semblance of familiarity. Like they look like me. They move like me, but I am I am not them. But I want to. Yeah. Yeah. So he even says he's like, every gesture, every move that she makes makes me feel like never before. Why do I have this growing feeling, uh, this growing need to be beside her? So it's like as Tarzan is like learning and like, you know, Jane is showing him everything, you know, Clayton the entire time is becoming very exasperated with the whole thing. But Tarzan finds himself like getting closer to Jane. Like not only does he want to know everything about the human world, like as he's going through that slideshow, he wants to know everything about Jane. Like he keeps looking over at her and like how she does things. And then do you remember from the slideshow where like he's like doing the thing and then he sees like the man on his knee like giving the giving the lady mm-hmm. flowers and he's like I want to do that. I want to do that for Jane. Yes, it's so cute. I think there's also a part where he sees like in the in the video or whatever like two people dancing and then they start dancing. Yeah. Oh, it's and he's so like, cute. It's one of my like, favorite parts. Oh, it's so sweet like how he's like wildly spinning her around. Yep. It's so fun. So it's like He's too overtaken with his own curiosity to, with meeting another human to really realize his feelings for her at first. Like he, he's like, oh my God, I want to know everything about you guys. But then he's like, yo, I want to know everything about Jane. Oh my God. But yeah. the more time he spends with her, he realizes that he's, he's falling for her feelings that he's never had before. And like being around the gorillas, like he's a, he's never had to interact with that, but it's just, it's not something he is two worlds, one family. He he is of that world, but he isn't a part of it. Yeah. So on the flip side, come with me now to see my world where there's beauty beyond your dreams. Um, he's showing her what his world is like. Mm. Mm. And then, you know, Clayton. Such a good part too. Clayton's like, take us to see the gorillas. Gorillas. Gorilla. I love that. I hate Clayton. No, yeah. Dumbass. Rightly so. Clayton sucks. Yeah, he's awful. He's awful. Yeah, this is the we have like little we have like little t-shirts made of just like the Kate uh the Clayton Sucks Club. (laughs) Clayton sucks. Clayton sucks. No one bring him to the gorillas. 
Yeah. yeah. He had like that giant double barrel shotgun. That he would just shoot willy nilly. Just he would He's just like, sh- I hear a sound. Boom. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Yeah, he 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 shot first and asked questions later. That is a really yeah. wild west cavalier sort of attitude. Exactly. Oh my god. Isn't he the isn't he the one that kills Kerchak? Yes. You should have never brought him to the gorillas. Mm-hmm. Very sad. But the two worlds reprise. So like it comes back later. Yes. It's like a minute longer. Like the bonds grow stronger in the sort of like the part of the movie where it's like these two worlds are like coming together, but then also in a way separating. Like, mm-hmm. so the bond grows stronger. The closer he grows to the humans, the farther away he is to the gorillas. Like in that part of the movie, uh, you can see that in like Strangers Like Me, when Turk and Kala are seeing Tarzan get up like super early to go see the humans, like Kala looks sad and then uh, Turk like puts a hand on her shoulder because it's like mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that they're growing apart. And and Kala knows that too. That like yeah. he's not a gorilla. He's a human and so are they. Yeah. Very quick song. But yeah, great song. that's so sad. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, Trash in the Camp, uh, the InSync version we already talked about. And then yep. the "You'll Be in My Heart" the end credits is that is that similar or the same to the original "You'll Be in My Heart"? If I remember correctly, I believe it's literally just the chorus. Like it has like the "Put your face in what you mm-hmm. most believe, two worlds, one family." Trust your heart, let fate decide to guide these lives. We to guide see. these lives, we see. Oh, that, I like that like, step Put up. Your faith in oh, yeah. Believe. Key change, man. Yeah. And then it's like two worlds, one family. family. And then it's and then it's the Tarzan, like, oh. Yeah. That's yeah. powerful. That's. So it's also very short, but very good. Yeah, like you said, it's, it's powerful. Mm hmm. And the, yeah, it's a minute sixteen, so it's very short. But oh, okay. And then like the the similar with um, you know the two worlds radio version, it's it's basically the same as like the original, but it takes out like the the drums of the beginning. It basically streamlines the song so it's like slightly shorter, and you're just getting the you're just getting the meat of it, like of like the big parts of the song and like how it's not how it's playing into how the movie works. Yeah. Wait, I just realized that I sang the two worlds finale and not you'll be in my heart end credits. I don't remember. You'll be in my heart end credits. <laughs> Hold on, I'm like, listen, what I, I sang was two worlds finale. <laughs> yeah. Um, dun, 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 dun. You'll be in my heart. No. Is this, this must just be the, version that phil sings oh yes it is okay yeah it's 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 just him so it's basically him with kala taken out because because the you'll be in my heart is 4 16 and then the you'll be in my heart that plays initially is a minute 36 so it's essentially like the extended version with like the movie stuff taken out so it's like that's what they play like over the end and like yeah but so a wondrous place. Do you recall a wondrous place? No, I don't remember how a lot of the scores go. Mm-hmm. I, th- if I remember correctly, one of them I feel like plays during the scene where Clayton kills Kerchak. 
I, I don't remember which one it is. I think, it might be one family, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not actually sure. We should have checked that out. But a wondrous place starts, and there's like like drums and sort of like a wispy a wispy flute and like some string instruments. Kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of have it going in the background, but it sounds like sort of like floaty and sort of like mystical. So it's like a wondrous place is probably like, oh, as they're going through the jungle, they're like, oh my God, this place is so insane. Wow. And like, it, yeah. it really feels that way. Like, it's like, ooh. So if anything, check out Moves Like an Ape, Looks Like a Man. There's like a lot of like, there's a lot of like bongo and drum. They're sort of like one of the, I don't know what they're called, but they're like that little shaky instrument, like where it's like you like hold a little, it's like a hacky sack and you just in your hand. Oh, I think it's just, is it just called a shaker? I, I mean, probably, but it sort of has like a really like tentative, like cautionary beat to it. Like it's like, yes. I'm listening to it now. It's very like, it's very drum heavy. Yeah. But like, yeah, just like the, what, what kind of atmosphere for you does it invoke? For me, it almost sounds a little bit like, um, not suspicious, but sort of like, like what's happening? Like, yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know what word to like describe that. I see. I think that does fine. Like they're like looking at Tarzan. They're like, Ooh, he's like, he's like us, but he lives with the gorillas. It's like, mm-hmm. and then it's sort of like in the, in the middle at about like a minute, 15 and sort of gets like this like very wistful like flute and sort of like recognition like oh yeah i think this might be the part where jane looks at tarzan and realizes like wait a second oh maybe this is the part where he pulls her glove off his fingers or her fingers oh when he's like looking at her hand like how it's the same as his yeah Yeah. i could be wrong but i'm i'm like trying to like I've seen this movie so many times. I <laughs> yeah, you're like trying to put yourself in like in that headspace. Like, how does yeah. how does this sound? How does this feel? Like, what does, exactly. what does this make you think of? Without actually plugging it into the movie, like, oh, this is exactly where it plays because exactly we didn't do that. <laughs> but like, it's very it's very nice. It's like it's in the beginning. It's like, ooh, what's going on? But then it's like very soft, mm-hmm. and it has like mm-hmm. I think it's like a clarinet. Or like an oboe around like two minutes and f- 15 seconds and then the street yeah so the gorillas i'm gonna start playing that right now so the gorillas i think very string heavy i think this is when they're journeying to go see the gorillas like tarzan is finally going to take them mm-hmm. and then like you know, like in the beginning, maybe it's their journey there. And then finally, oh, it kind of does like a, what, what is that? Um, these lives we see, put your, ba- what song is that? Oh, Two Worlds. Oh, so mm-hmm. it kind of has like notes from Two Worlds in it. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, it, I like how it incorporates that. Like you can kind of hear yeah. it where it's like Tarzan's bring, Tarzan's literally bringing these two worlds together and like showing the gorillas how he is with the humans and in turn showing the humans how he lives with the gorillas. Yeah. And then it looks like at like 50-ish seconds, all of a sudden it takes like this turn from this light, airy, yeah, feathery. Yeah, super like strings and like bum, bum, bum. It's like boo. It's kind of reminds me of like a horror movie where the strings are like <laughs> Yeah. You know? It's like similar to that. 
So is this is it I I just would I just probably just assume this is like where bad things happen with Clayton. Yeah. Cuz he's looking he's looking for those gorillas the whole time. And when he yeah. finally gets his hands on them. And that that pretty much continues until uh go to go to 2 minutes and 58 seconds and then all of a sudden it's like at around 3 minutes it's like snap and all of a sudden, like the drums, bum, 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 and kicks back in, like super high tension. Oh, yeah. Like, whoa, what is happening here? Yeah, this feels like a chase scene to me or something. Like, this feels like what's going on with, um, with, with like, Sabor. Because doesn't do, mm-hmm. Tarzan ki- then later kill Sabor, right? Yep. Yeah. Or is this when the stuff is happening with clayton when he is about to be you know oh it might be like when they put the gorillas in the cages and stuff yeah oh and they're gonna ship them away yeah 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 okay and then one family which is track 13 or 14 it comes in it comes like very soft and then with like it's kind of sounds like a harpsichord piano like ooh, it's like floaty and like almost sad I'm not sure exactly how, mm-hmm. to, how to describe the feeling, except by doing it, it this. It does have a little bit of a sad aspect to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just feeling this way. I'm just like waving my hands around. I don't know what this is, but this is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very pretty, though. Yeah, around like 30 seconds. Like, it's like almost mournful. One family. Is this one? Is this? Because it's right at the end. So is this one like... Tarzan is leaving Kala for yeah 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 he might be this might be the part where he's trying to figure out if he wants to stay or go on go to a minute and 30 seconds because um you'll be in my heart starts playing oh yeah but it's just like yeah I don't know what instrument that is sort of feels like oh, f- maybe some sort of like harpsichord like you said yeah but like it, do- it does like really so- it gave me chills just now mm-hmm. oh my god where like you hear it and it's like don't stop you crying and it's like oh my god i know at this point in the movie i'd be fucking <laughs> sobbing dude i'd be like oh me too oh, he's leaving no uh, yeah exactly he's cutting onions in here <laughs> and your mom's like i'm sorry oh. we're having tacos for dinner oh my god but like so so sweet and like so sad and then like later on at like two minutes and like 30 seconds it sort of like smooths out and it's sort of like acceptance like this is what's going on it's like it's it's Mm -hmm. it's like lifting up yeah and that melodic line for you'll be in my heart plays consistently through the end of the song Oh, which is really sweet because he's leaving, but he'll always be yeah. in her heart. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. And then uh, the two worlds finale. I think is the is the one that you were singing earlier by accident. Where like it does yeah, like the key change and the shift. I think it's like twenty five seconds of like like building before Phil Collins like takes it. Yeah. It's like to God these lives, to God these lives we see, it's, and that's a little chorus. It's like put your faith in what you most believe. <laughs> it's like so triumphant. 
I know. It makes me feel like I should like wave my arms in the air. Oh my god. Like a care bear or something. Oh I don't my know. yeah. Look, we're doing like a two-person wave, so it's a splash, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing the wave, but it's it's only the two of us, so it's a puddle. Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so like it's so it's so cool. The two words finale. Uh Jane and her father decide to stay in the jungle. Um and then they yell that Tarzan Tarzan does right at the end just chills all the way up and down my arms and back every time i get chills yeah oh, and and him and jane are standing on the the end of the branch they're looking out at the jungle underneath them the king and oh, queen God. the rightful the heirs king of the and jungle queen of the jungle yes yes oh it's so so good it's so great sam all in all final words final words about tarzan my final worlds is two worlds. By my <laughs> final is the two. I can't pick. Don't make me pick. Um, my final words is this is the best Disney movie. I will die on this hill. Um, best soundtrack. Again, I will die on this hill. Mm. And this was so much fun. It was. Really- my childhood me is like screaming I- because I wanted to tell everybody about Tarzan when I was a kid. You just want to scream I it still- from the mountaintops. Just like yeah. how good tarzan is do you have any favorite parts in the movie that weren't musically with it like we could just we could just do that for disney movies like right at the end sam favorite parts of the movie go Uh, we're gonna um, talk more about tarzan i i'm gonna have to say uh i think i think i'm gonna have to say it's the scene with with turk and the two boys when they tell Tarzan that to join their group and to hang out with them, he has to pull the elephant's tail. And then Tantar says, are you sure this water is sanitary? I love that. But I also love like literally every scene with Jane and her father, because I think the father's hilarious and I love Jane. She's like, I, the next time we go to Disney, I am Disney bounding as Jane for one of the days at the park. No, you're not. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I will buy something yellow just so i can disney bound as jane oh my god okay i love that idea like let's let's do that yes okay um oh that's a that's a that's a good pick too i also love just like the character of jane's dad and how like oh that kind of he kind of reminds me of the mayor from the powerpuff girls oh my god yeah right like well, i mean same mustache mm-hmm. first of all the mustache moves when he talks. It's yeah, so great. he's kind of like like no, he's not he's not he's not uh, stupid, but he's kind of like the doddering old man. Like he's just like oh, blah, 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 Jane. Hmm. Uh, I really like the part with Sabor, like where Tarzan like kills Sabor and presents it to Kerchak. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Like oh. it's like it's so tense. Like how Sabor is like just this like unbridled like ferocity and like animalistic primal like rage and then how tarzan is like thinking and hiding and ducking and like outmaneuvering him and how he finally gets him at the end where like sabor like lands on top of him and then tarzan lifts him up and just like his battle cry to all the um all the all the gorillas Mm -hmm. and especially too because like when he lifts him up when, like when Sabor comes out of the the hole that they made, it looks like it's gonna be him alive, mm-hmm. but it's Tarzan underneath. Ah, I can't. And, it's and just so good. Don't all the gorillas like like start up like a like a 
like a chant. Yeah, like they, they all start. St- yeah, dude, that's so cool. I think that's my yeah. favorite part personally. So, mm-hmm. dear listeners, if you ever watch Tarzan, you get to those two parts. Think of us. Yes. You'll, you'll Every be, time you we'll be in your heart. stick your toe in any bo- uh, body of water, you will now think, are you sure this water is sanitary? Nine, nine times out of ten, it oh, probably yeah. won't be. No, yeah, I can just, I can just imagine. <laughs> oh, nine times. Oh, that is not good odds, actually. <laughs> I, just, I just thought about I'm that. Just I'm just like, kidding. Oh. I actually don't know. I just completely made that up. I was thinking of the lake at Mighty Joe and how that water is definitely not sanitary. Uh, well, because then there's Dead Fish Alley. Like, do you remember when we were like going to the rope swing and then we were going through that like little side piece of water and like there was like all those like stinky dead fish on top of the water? Oh, yeah. And we were, like, the leeches and stuff. Yeah, we yeah. were like, oh my God. And then we went to the rope swing and we totally forgot that that happened. We were just like in the water, like, oh, this is fun. I'm forgetting they're like a pile of dead fish like feet away yeah like like yards and meanwhile like the fucking three-eyed fish from the simpsons is like beneath our feet <laughs> Ew. Ew. yeah Ew, sticky fishy do not like that mm-hmm. but that brings us to the end of the episode sam i had a wonderful time me too oh i God. would say this is a wondrous place you'll always be in my heart jonathan oh Sam, uh, you'll be my heart as yeah. also our, our our two worlds, son yes. son of man. Oh, I'm just trying to fit him in. <laughs> like, how do I how do I do this? Um, I'm about to go trash the camp, and the camp is actually my bathroom. <laughs> I'm about to blow it up. You, you like your your butt is Tantor's horn, just like. <laughs> oh my god but that is gonna be oh. that's gonna be it for us everybody we really hope that you had just as much fun as we did if you haven't watched tarzan boo go watch it now i get thir- yeah. third time this is gonna be just so mm-hmm. you really absorb the material you know what we're talking yes. about so yeah go watch tarzan go watch more disney movies like just it's great and but after the show ends and you cannot hear our lovely voices anymore you can find us elsewhere sam where can you find us yes you can find us on instagram at baso profundo podcast you can also find us on twitter at baso profundo underscore and basically wherever else you can find podcasts we're all over the place everywhere like us rate us comment on our stuff tell us what you think tell us what you like what you don't like and give us five stars it really helps when you give us a five star rating it's so it really helps it's like one of the best Mm -hmm. things that you could possibly do because we want to reach more people we want to make you laugh we want to make you smile we want it to be, be like feel like you're hanging out with your friends just talking and just shooting the shit and just having fun so also tell your friends about tell us your friends. if your friends are like hey have you heard this song and you're like yeah i did i heard it from baso profundo and they're like who the fuck is a baso profundo and then you'll be like yeah it's this podcast this is who it is <laughs> yeah it's us it's these two big goofballs out here yeah so that is gonna be it for us everybody we hope you had fun and we will see you around see you later goodbye you'll be Bye. in my heart goodbye Bye. <laughs>